adventure through a wasteland twisted by dark magic, undead monsters, and contagious insanity where life and death are no longer opposites, but a spectrum of cruelties. Emerging from the dregs, an old king makes one final attempt to save his realm. Today's episode is brought to you by the newest project of Lee Ellis, author of the Kill Dash series, God Blood is a grim, dark short story with the audio runtime of two hours available on Audible and a digital print available for those that prefer reading. This exciting adventure is available now. But parents beware, it's not for the faint of heart. Stay tuned after the episode for an exclusive audio clip of God Blood. Today's episode is brought to you by Roland Low Industries, customized 3D printing and designs. Your source for all 3D printing and 3D designs. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, or their website, RolandLowIndustries.com. That's Roland without a G. Welcome to the Nerdy Old Men Podcast, the greatest nerd geek and pop culture podcast in history, with your host, Redneck Wes. He keeps screwing up, people. And that old bald man, Chad. Come on, man. This is a fun place. Don't be a Hey, man. What's happening? Rocking and rolling, baby. <laughs> well, just, it's recording. Maybe just kind of rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got up this morning. I was like, man, I got to run to the Walmart before Wes gets here to record. And then I ended up being a little bit late getting here. But here we are. Yeah, it's all right. I had some trail mix in the Jeep. I was good. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't surprise me in the least little bit that you had drum mix in the Jeep. So well, anyway, when you, when you work out of your vehicle, you, you well, need I, to have I, snacks. Yeah, there was once upon a time I did work out of my vehicle, so I do, <laughs> I do, ten, I do understand that. So uh, other than running to Walmart, what's going on? You know, uh, this is going to be one of those uh, Tim Rucker uh, congratulations Ramble. on your wedding, yes. by the way, Tim Rucker. Yay! Yay. Dun, 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 dun. You found someone to marry him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're we're, we're uh, happy for you, a, brother. He's got a nice little lady there. Yeah, we're um, happy for you, Tim. Congratulations. Uh, it's going to be a... a, a Tim Rucker Ramble 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 episode. I yes. believe is what we're gonna do. Um, no, man. You know what? Uh, it, it, it was Halloween. Yes. And, uh, so the boy, uh, my wife and I, sat outside uh, and gave out candy, and we had a bunch of uh, new families moving to the neighborhood. So we actually had more kids like here than kids I think we ever have, which was really cool. And, and I love to see little kids. So what I did was. Uh, I just put a couple chairs out there. And well, I saw you uh, had posted online that you're sitting out there with your stormtrooper. I did. I on. did put. I, I did put my Anovos five hundred first quality. I don't have everything else built, so I can't call myself uh, first. But anyway, helmet, and I put it on, which freaks some kids out because I'm sitting out there in a sweatshirt and a stormtrooper helmet, <laughs> and then uh, my son had his bearded dragon out there on his chest, uh, crawling around with a um, uh, uh, a pumpkin costume on it and it so it was a it was a good time the, the daughter went with her boyfriend down to um a, a local establishment for a little uh halloween party they ended up not staying very long apparently it wasn't all that good nah. so but so the uh, the witch and the warlock as they were dressed and uh, went away for that so we just kind of hung out and did that so that was that was pretty pretty fun i saw the picture of your of your daughter in her uh yes. shark tank uh <laughs> 
<laughs> which my was kid, so my, cool, my man. My kids come up with some weird, you know, because they like to. They <laughs> no, like they to are your up, kids. They like to come up with their own costumes, and so Kaylee wanted to be Lori from Shark Tank, She's and been, it was so cool, man. It was. So uh, it if was anybody cool. knows Lori, uh, send that picture. <laughs> yeah, um, that was really cool, man. So it was it was fun because she came up with that on her own, you know. And, yeah, but it was funny because we'd went to the uh, the mall looking because uh, Isabel wanted to be a, a mermaid. She yes. had she had found a. Uh, crab costume for the dog so oh. i've got like a 65 pound dog dressed as a crab and he, had, he was excited how did he feel about it was he all right about it he's, he's fine he's like the most laid-back dog because there was one dog showed up here and he wasn't feeling it wasn't feeling the costume oh no, he looked sad as hell no aspen <laughs> you know he was but he was so excited to be out he was like pulling so i mean oh, i've got awesome. like a 65 pound dog that's part hound part rottweiler and and he's pulling, and his he's dog is going. all muscle. So, buddy, we just walked the neighborhood, you know, and begging for candy, and and it was wild because uh, we usually don't have that many. I mean, like if we have one or two, we've done good. We had like seven. So you know, uh, we were we were. Was there a fair amount of uh, houses giving out candy? I, there was a lot of people gone. So uh, I know, like while we were out uh, with the girls, we we did the honor system, you know. The girls, God love them. They love to make signs, you know, because they've made signs for us. Uh, oh, like yeah, yeah. Conventions and stuff. So they had made this sign and hung up on uh, on the door, and it said uh, something to the effect of, you know, hello, trick-or-treaters, you know, help yourself to candy. Please take one. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so they had took um, the dum-dum suckers, and uh, you put a Kleenex over them and tie a little piece of string around it and draw a little ghost face on it. So you have ghost pops. Oh, that's so funny. they had a big time doing that, and then, good lord, they got enough candy to choke a horse. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, you know. And then we went around and saw uh, family and everything, yeah. and then uh, where they've been cheering for the elementary team. Yep, um, we've been doing tournament this week, so I'm really tired. I'm sitting on bleachers. <laughs> yeah. For elementary out, school man. basketball. Yeah, you don't realize how rough it was, but it was it was it was fun because yesterday had to run to the house real quick, which is real unusual for me at work, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is the joy of working close to, to mm-hmm. home. Yep. And there's a box sitting on the porch. Yeah, see I know where this is going. Oh, it's yeah. really cool. If you if you've paid <laughs> attention to my Instagram, you know where this is going. But uh, I'm like, what did she order? Because my wife orders stuff on my you know how it is. Yeah. But uh I picked it up and I jumped in the Jeep and I started to leave and I was like, what did she order? And just curiosity got the better of I me mean, I'm glad it did. Because I opened that bad boy up and inside was like two miles of bubble wrap. Yeah. I'm like, what the crap? But inside that bubble wrap was my G.I. Joe number one. Yes. Signed by Larry Hama. Yes. Inside the CGC Signature Series case with the gold, well, te- technically the yellow label. Uh, it came back. I was really excited about that because it came back as an 8.5. And it is so cool. I was super stoked because I was like, this book's coming back as 7.75. I'll, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. And, uh, Got to give a big shout out to my buddy Mike down at uh, Mike's House of Comics. Yes, Mike's House of Comics in he, downtown Claxton. Yes, Mike is fifteen minutes from anywhere. That's correct. Uh, but he did a great job. Press. I mean, the book uh, I got from a friend of mine. He actually had it in his garage. You don't know how he came yeah. across it, how he acquired it. It's a great book. Man. But the pages were pretty much white. Mike went in, cleaned them up a little more, pressed it out nice. 
Uh, so thanks to Mike, I, I'm sure that press job helped. If you want, uh, if you want books pressed and cleaned in preparation for grading or just display or something like that, yeah, go see Mike. Yeah, because I got freaking Mike, great at it. I got Mike to press and clean it for me, and then I got it signed. It was witnessed, uh, sent it off, and I was expecting CGC. You know, take forever, right? Well, they're so backlog because yeah. It just is. Well, it's I mean, just, just everybody's getting everything graded anymore. Yeah. And I got it back in a little over a month. So, I mean, it was a really good turnaround time. Um, and I mean, packaged like a gold nugget. I mean, they did a great job packaging it. It's it's really presented well. <clears throat> I've seen slabs before, you know, and I hadn't paid too much attention. But this, since this is yours, I saw it before you signed it. I yeah. saw it after it got signed, and then uh, and and it, see it like this, man. It's really it really, really makes nice. a big difference. Well, I can tell the difference between when you first got it and after Mike cleaned it, and and packaged like it is right there. It's so free. So that's cool, got a dude. and at the top of it on the label, it says that it was signed by gives the Paula date, yeah, and the date because you got it. The guy stood right beside yeah. you and took pictures. He and, actually and, took the picture yeah, of I mean, me and, and Larry Hammond together. <clears throat> so, so cool, man! Uh, you know, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So that, it's been a it's been a big week for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And you said you're going down to see our buddy uh, Walt at Sci Fi City. I've got to run by and uh, and see Mister Walt. I've got to pick up some paint because, uh, um, unlike you, I never have time to paint anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to try to get mine painted before we play. Uh, in I've a couple got, weeks. Well, I got me. I got me. Shield Jay's here. He he doesn't do well with. Don't call heads. me Drist. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't call me Drist. Uh, he doesn't do. He self admittedly he, he has learned to paint pretty well. I, I he's come I, a long I, way. I taught him uh, some stuff. He, we came over and, and we did a bunch of his clones for Star Wars Legion. But he he's done really good on this one. And uh, but he doesn't do head and. Uh, well, like the whole head detail. and the hands. And he doesn't have uh, any skin tone paint, and I do. I've got several different shades. So I, he asked me to do that, so I, I've Chad's done that. holding up Jonathan's miniature that no one on Yeah, I know. Well, I'm showing, it, I'm showing it to you. <laughs> um, so I'm working on that, and then I've got, you know, my uh, – I mean, this one. And this one yeah, actually is neat. We'll have to put a picture You guys can't see. I'll, I'll do it. But it's it's a, it's a uh, the ReaperCon, I think, last year, Sophie. And uh, she's dressed as a witch sitting on a jack-o'-lantern with a cauldron full of ghosts coming up in front of her. Well, I put it on a bigger base. I painted mm-hmm. it on a bigger base, and I put some, you know, like dead uh, turf around it and some dead grass. And I found <clears throat> dead uh, corn stalks yep. that go for like a, um, like an HO scale um, train, set. train yeah. sets. Glued them to the back of it like she's sitting in a cornfield. I like with it. that, so I'm really stoked about that. I haven't sealed it yet because I, I I wanted to make sure that I was done with it. But I got some other stuff going on, I'm trying to do like do little dioramas of of these Sophie ones. I'd like to enter some in a contest, but still printing terrain. I've got a little. Yeah, uh, I noticed you've got a, a little, radar disc. Yeah, it's it's a this is, this is a solar panel disc. Okay. Um, but I did a bunch of uh, <clears throat> scattered terrain and took it down to Sci Fi City for our uh, Legion group. To, uh, to uh, uh, right across from me, he's got a he's got a pile of just like uh, <laughs> yeah spaghetti. He might yeah, as well yeah, 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 yeah. Some um, filament that didn't quite. Uh, well, those, those are uh, yeah. Some of that is the uh, is the the leveling uh, 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 the base level. Yeah, yeah. It shows you that it's level. But I had a little extension coming off my printer that helped keep the filament out. Well, it it wore out and the filament would slide over and break. Yay. So I ended up having to remove it, and it jacked up a few of my prints. Because I thought it might have been this white filament that was on sale. It's the same brand. 
just a different color. And I thought it may be it, but it's not. So yeah. I got rid of that thing. But I've got to I've got to pick up some more resin because yeah. uh, I'm working on that dragon and I'm printing it solid. Which is going to be cool. We need to post pictures of that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do an update yeah, on ch- it. Check on. Hey, see if you can throw that stuff on the Instagram, the the podcast Instagram, so people can see that because um, I think that would be cool. And and the comic because it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> but I've I've kicked out a bunch of um train took it down to Sci-Fi City. Uh, I want to uh to to shout out to to Ryan from uh, the uh, Stabcast. Uh, outstanding Star Wars Legion podcast that they're they're, they're worldwide, but uh, they're based here in Knoxville. A great guy, and he sort of runs a thing, and he's uh, you know sort of the Tom Brady of local Legion. And I got to play him two weeks in a row, and uh, I, I beat him two weeks in a row. Very close, very 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 close. He has sworn an inch or a mile wins win. Yeah, right? he has sworn to murder me the next time. <laughs> the T- next time we play, I ask, so, how did TKOMG yeah, do? He, he survived as usual, but uh, um, it, it imperial he, cockroach. Yes. Um, so I I I I think I so I went and played last night. I went and played Will last night and lost. And uh, it's uh, Will's a very very good player. And I thought. I'm gonna. Ch- I was gonna run two bounty hunters because I've never done it before, so I wanted to try it. So I had to adjust my list that I've been playing quite exclusively for a while, and I will not do that again because <laughs> <clears throat> Will is tough anyway, and it, it was nasty. Uh, bounty so, hunters, we don't need their scum. Well, I normally run Bosk by himself. Well, Bosk uh, is he was he was cool. Bad, yeah, he's uh, a bad but dude. so I, I had to adjust that. But I got I got throttled on that one. Um, but. Uh, uh, Ryan uh, gave a shout out to our podcast on on the last week's episode of the Stabcast. So if you guys want to um, hear the details of mine and Ryan's uh, combat, go uh, <laughs> to the Stabcast. It's S T A B C A S T. The Stabcast. Uh, you can find it everywhere you find us and listen to their latest episode. Those guys are really fun. So uh, if you ever thought about getting in Star Wars Legion or just want to kind of hear what it's about, go and listen to those guys because they rock. Um, and y'all are playing every Wednesday night down at the, the, the primary day is Wednesday nights. Um, I play some Wednesdays, some Thursdays, depending on when I get a game and uh, when I'm available. Uh, but there's also several other areas like, uh, I don't know, I think there's a place in, in Johnson City that's starting to get a a regular game and then one in like uh, Athens maybe or Chattanooga. Anyway, there's a bunch. It, it's, it's building. There's a tournament coming up. Um, I think it's next week at Sci-Fi City, and that'll be my first, um, no, it's the 19th, and it'll be my first uh, competitive tournament, which would be really fun, and, uh, I mean, I may get throttled, but I don't care to lose. I just have a really good time playing. And uh, <clears throat> So do we need to, like, show up with, like, banners and stuff? Yeah, you just, <laughs> it, it just don't don't wear a cheerleading outfit, Wes. I don't want you to see it. I got that. some nice legs. <laughs> I, I don't want to see it at all. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but, uh, so that's what's been going on with that, man. Uh, uh, on the the Mondo Facebook pages, the people are starting to get their uh, Shiras, uh, their one six scale Shira. I have not got a notification of shipment yet, so uh, I am anticipating getting that. So I'm excited. Mm, you have to get another case. You're I, did, I did. I did order the the uh, the Battle Cat as well. I was about to say that thing is huge, it's man. Just, it's as big. It's bigger than a house cat. And I can't wait to get it because it looks bad to the bone. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> comes with a it comes with a a, 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 a cringer as well. Well, what, what I thought was neat, I was looking at it, and uh, Mondo does. I mean, it's insane the amount of details they. Yeah. But like they've got the original Battle Cat head. Yes. And then there's some got, different ones. Yeah. They've got like a newer one. I think and there's like, like four. Three there's or four. like one without the mask. Yeah. 
Uh, they they give him some shin armor for yep. his for yeah. his fronts. Yeah. Um, I don't know what head I'm going to use. I, oh, you got to go OG. Don't I you? probably will use the OG head, um, even though I do like the fact that most of these are um, a a modern interpretation of mm-hmm. it, and I like that better. There um, was something <clears> about that because um, I know, like when they did the uh, like the 2000 mm, series, yeah, 2000 X, yeah. Um, it seemed like he had this little mask. I mean, because the original yeah. Battle Cat, you know, it was I mean, it was like, well, it was, it's like, yeah, I've got it up there in the cabinet. You know, it's, it's big, this yeah. huge and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, kind of imposing mask. And yeah. then they gave him like this little, yeah, it's kind of like weird, small so. one. But they gave him the claw thing, which I, I was kind of on the fence about. Yeah. I wasn't sure about so that. this sucker's going to come out like, um, I think spring. Regardless, I'm excited to get it. We'll have a picture of Chad riding Battle Cat uh, yeah. at some God, point. I don't want to break it. I'm <laughs> <clears throat> but I am I'm excited about that. So, uh, But, yeah, man, I mean, that's kind of what's been going on uh, with, with that stuff. Um, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, just, uh, just all the normal, you know. But uh, we've got, uh, let's see, as of right now, next week, we, we've got a, um, uh, a guest that is uh, writing a, a new comic, and they're local. Um, so as long as that works out, uh, she's been on the schedule for a while, so we're going to double check. We, that, we, so. We've had a lot kind of hit here in the last yeah. little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying so to we, get people scheduled has been, has been, uh, tricky. Tricky. Yep. <laughs> so that, that's kind of what we're going with on, on that. Oh man. What else, what else has got? What else oh, I gotta give it, I gotta give a shout out to my vowels. I mean, I know you're an Irish <laughs> fan, but I gotta give a shout out no, to my No, no, I think that's great. Um, <clears> the fact that, uh, in in the last two years, they've really turned the program around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Setting eight and zero currently, and going to go down to Athens and play the Bulldogs down in Georgia. Yep, yep, and yep. Uh, that should be a very interesting competitive ball game. So, did Della Rocco uh, write you back? He, he did. <clears throat> uh, he we, we're, you friends, we're friends. We're uh, friends. He, he said something <laughs> about having. He said, "Well, we had one good drive." <laughs> <laughs> he's back, he's back to being we're back to being friends again. Because so. he told us he said there's gonna be a three hour period where we're not gonna be friends. Where we're mortal enemies is <laughs> yes. what he said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it, that was fun talking football with Rocco. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we 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 noticed with the analytics, you guys like that episode. So we're glad about that too. So and if you've not listened to it, go back and check we'll it out because he out. he was he was a riot to to talk to, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll catch up with him uh, next time he's in Knoxville. Yep. Well. uh on the horizon, and I guess it's really next year, um, but we are going to be a, another big part of Rocky Top Game Con. Yes. So we're excited about that. Um, thanks to those guys for inviting us back so again. Much that was fun. really, really a fun a fun thing. And I mean, because I know we really weren't involved in the, the gaming side of yeah, it, but, but up it with fun. the vendors and yeah. stuff, we had a blast. Yeah, yeah, and they're actually letting us be. We couldn't make the last planning meeting, but they got another one coming up pretty soon, so maybe we can make that, but <clears throat> we're excited about that. The only thing about that is I hate that there's going to be a Legion tournament going on, and I can't play, but that's okay because the podcast comes first. We, so we, we may have to have uh, Abby <laughs> yeah, sit no, in. No, no, no. We'll, we, <laughs> we'll, go play for a minute. And yeah, no, we'll be all right. But, uh, but no, so we got that. Um Smoky Mountain Fan Fest is is gathering guests now. I, I checked with them. They uh, they're cool with having us back too. So that's going to be awesome. As Looking well, forward so. to that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it was a good show for us. Uh, made a lot of connections. Yeah. Um. So. Huh. It's going to be an exciting year. <laughs> so uh, what do you? 
what are you going to be painting it just your your miniature for our game or what? uh well i've, I've got to get that one painted because i'm so far behind i mean i didn't paint the lines for last game um no yeah well you know when it wasn't like three years worth of gaming well i know <laughs> I've still got all of my. I'll paint it for you if you want. No, that's no. You you you're gonna screw it up and paint oh, him wrong or something. Okay. You'll paint him purple or something. He's blue. Or uh, <laughs> he's a he's, man. Yeah, we ain't going with that crap. Uh, <laughs> but no, I'm I've, I've got to get that painted, and then I'm working on printing that that silver dragon. Yeah, and that's cool, uh, I've i figured if roughly it's going to be about 28 days of actual print time. Yeah. Um, non-stop 28 days? Uh, no, it's just uh, basically I'm... Um, <clears throat> In between adding more resin and all well, that. Well, I got to get some resin, but uh, I mean, just there was 28 parts. Oh, okay. And I'm printing it uh, 0.2 millimeter. Okay. So it's a very fine defect. You know, I'm, I'm really pushing my machine to like the the limits of of detail, but this, this model's got so many... De- I mean, they did such a good job. And... Uh, it's actually supposed to have a silver and a red dragon, like kind of fighting. Oh, and uh, I have not downloaded the. If I can still do it, I don't know. <laughs> it was one of those subscriptions. You need to download it. When well, you it can. was one of those. It was one of those subscription things, and and uh, I I know I downloaded the silver because that was the whole reason I got the subscription was because of the silver, silver dragon. dragon. Yeah, because uh, you never see those, and that has always been my favorite dragon. So, uh, but. I've got to get that done. It's just this is going to take time, and then you know, it's it's going to be like this big. You know, it's going to be like three foot. It's, it's going to be a huge, uh, a huge. Uh, I, I hate to call it a diorama, but I guess it technically is because the, the base yeah. it's got the base with like some rocks and stuff, and then it's got the two dragons on it. Um, but it's just you don't realize how big they are, until and it's kind take, of it's daunting too to. Um, like I've done some big models. It's daunting to start painting those big models. Oh, absolutely! And I'm like, oh my god, I'm half tempted uh, to uh, holler at John <laughs> from the war and get him to paint and it. see. And like, what would it cost? Because um, oh, I mean, he, he does amazing. He work. does amazing work, does amazing and work. Um, you know, it's one of those things you want to do it yourself. But at the same time, you're like, you know, well, I you can always give it a shot because you could always spray primer over time. Well, this is true. This, this is very true. Uh, I mean, I painted a lot of miniatures, like yeah. the especially like the Ralph Arthur and, and, mm-hmm. and the Reaper, like when we first got yeah. into to D and D. And I've still got, you know, all, all my stuff that I had. But I know paint has improved for miniatures. Yeah, Reaper paint is the stuff. And if you're going down to Sci-Fi, they got a good. They got a good. I'm not uh, sure if I'm gonna go with that or army army painter. I don't think they carry army painter. Didn't they carry army painter? Yeah. Um, Walt, get on that. <laughs> I I like Reaper paint. Uh, now I, ha- I have no, I don't have army painter painter. I've got my airbrush paint is predominantly Vallejo. Yeah, uh, but which these, that's really good. Yeah, but these are uh, in like these cases here. These are all um, um, uh, Reaper. And and I really like that, and they last a long time too. You just shake them up. You yeah, know? Um, I've still got my I've still got my AD and D. I don't know paint. if those would still be good or not. You put a little bit of water in it and you stir that stuff up, man. It comes back to life. Okay, I have done it. <laughs> it's got, it looks like chalk. <laughs> uh, seriously, it's, it's like just a, a uh, it looks like dried mud. Yeah, and but you put a little bit of water in it and take. Well, you, uh, you know, I've got I've got these um, these Citadel paints. 
I like to the Citadel. Bites. They're good, right? Um, now they're expensive. Um, as I shake it, um, <laughs> but I use uh, a lot of their contrast paints for um, my my Star Wars Legion stuff. Um, predominantly, just uh, this uh, black Templar for, for like uh, shading for, gun, and, for guns and stuff yeah. because it it does the it's one coat and it does high, low, and base. Uh, all at the same time. Now, to make it look a little, a little better, you do a little accent after the fact, but it's it's pretty quick. Hit it with a little silver or something. Kind of yeah, when you got to use um, you got to use their um, uh, primer. There's like two or three different primers that work with the contrast. But I use this uh, Wraithbone, and it's kind of this off white, <clears throat> and it, it works great. Um, but that's what I use, and I've been priming my D and D miniatures with it as well, just because this is good primer. And, uh, and sometimes I use a little bit of that. Um, it's kind of funny. When I do D&D miniatures, it seems like I want them to look pristine. And I don't really know why. Some of them I want them to just look nice and not so Yeah, well, some warm. of them you want the, like, the hero why. you want the hero miniature. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Whereas on my uh, on most of my Legion miniatures, like my Stormtroopers, they look battle-worn. Yeah. You know, they, they just do. Uh, now, my characters don't. I, I make them look a little shiny. But. Well, I was about to say, now, I know like when I was painting all my D&D minis before, I wanted everything to be... I mean, I had some that were kind of a little grungy, but, you know, was was learning a lot of stuff. And that was before, you know, you had YouTube tutorials and... and but I, I've got one book that um, I think Reaper put out, and it, you know, kind of showed you some of the techniques yeah, and different now, things. <clears throat> these two cases I got, they're um, level one and level two, learn to paint from Reaper. And if you're out there... I mean, has turned into a miniature painting episode. But, um, <laughs> if you're out there and you want to, you you really want to improve painting, or you haven't ever really done it, uh, go. I mean, you can buy it on Amazon, but I like to buy straight from Reaper. Uh, but you can go to Reaper's miniature website and go to their paints, and they've got these learn learn to paint kits. Oh, Walt's got them at Sci-Fi City also, and it comes with this hard case and some brushes and a few paints and like three miniatures and a book that shows those miniatures and how to paint how to paint those. And it shows you how to blend the colors together and how to use water to to, uh, to make washes mm-hmm. on them. And they're great. I mean, it, it really taught me a ton of stuff. And it's amazing how just one little technique can make a little piece of plastic look more real. Well, I, I mean, that was one of the things that I learned. Because like my original ones, I had, I don't know, like maybe four colors. Mm-hmm. And like a black or red. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's back in the day. Warrior yeah. flesh. And, yeah, that's back in the day. Yeah. Something else, you know. So there's a lot of... You know, it's just hard lines and colors, you know. Yeah. And later on, you, you start getting a little more daring. And, but, like, some of them, like you said, I, I like to have, like, kind of pristine and, like, yeah. really vibrant colors. Yeah. Uh, but I've kind of gotten to where looking at different miniatures and stuff and having, like, some of you can tell a progression from when I started painting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mine, mine too. Because some sure. of the later ones, you know, there's more uh shading on them yeah i mean it's not great but it's you can see an improvement well like um uh like this uh, this sophie here i mean you can look and uh she's got green eyes because i put the heavy magnification on my little headset my dork glasses headset thing i got and my little fine brush i got one brush over there that is exclusively eyes only eyes (laughs) 
and you know, I get real close and you know that was that was always hard because you never could find a good brush back. Well, if you're not if you're not too careful, you make them look cross-eyed or, or look, you know, <laughs> look look like they've been kicked in the head with a donkey or yeah. fell down a well or something. You so know? There, there was some. I have some that were <laughs> sorry for any of you that might have that affliction. Been kicked in the head with a donkey. Terribly sorry. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> the opinions of the falls guests, down a well or eyes go cross <laughs> yeah. and gets kicked in the head by yeah. a mule that goes straight again. The, uh, the opinions of the guests and hosts of the Nerdy Old Men podcast do not. <laughs> Always align with Nerdy Old Podcast, the entity. Thank you. <laughs> Direct all your complaints to Redneck West. Yes. I will make sure they hit file 13 yeah. immediately. God, we just jumped the, the shot yeah, yeah, on this yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you, you're right. Back in the day, brushes were just crap. And Well, I mean, unless you were buying like a $40 art brush you know for like real artists not people that were sitting in in the living room like watching cartoons trying to paint miniatures (laughs) well i'll tell you man like this brush set right here i've got extra i've got extra brushes here uh i my wife bought this for me as as like a stocking stuffer and there's still a bunch of brushes left here there's a bunch there this was like at uh at at hobby lobby for not much at all those are reaper those are reaper brushes i've got i've got some brushes like this yeah those are reaper brushes they came with the starting kits oh i i'd picked them up over time but like some like this and then some like these blue ones here um they work fine i got at Hobby I just, Lobby. Yeah, and that's where I got it. Other than the Reapers, that's where I got Now, these three up front here, I bought those at, at Hobby Town, mm-hmm. and those are like super fine uh, detail brushes, and that's all they're used for is like faces and, and things like that. But the other ones you see is, is they begin to, like, I'm going to throw that one away soon because if I, really, I buy the... I don't buy the super expensive ones, and I clean them with some cleaner, but when they wear out, I just throw them out and get new ones. Well, I know, like, one thing I would do is... Um, I'd take dish soap mm-hmm. and clean them and, and get just almost all the water out of it, but I would twist my points. Yep. You can. Uh, I got this stuff here, and it's called uh, Is it the, the Master's store? Brush Cleaner and Preserver. It's mm-hmm. a little paste, kind of like a beard balm kind yeah. of a paste. And I've had it for a long, long time, man, and it's good for oil paints, watercolor, acrylic, stains. It's great, and it'll uh, it'll clean them. And then you rinse them off, put a little bit more on, and you can shape them, and it like conditions yeah. them, and it'll help prolong the life of them. Even these cheaper ones, and and I, I mean, some people may call me crazy. Well, I don't know why you don't buy big brushes. Well, I think I paint pretty good. I mean, I'm not a master class level of painter, but I think I paint pretty good, and I use these these brushes for it. I mean, <laughs> just throw them out when they get. I mean, why do I want to spend forty bucks on a brush that is probably going to last about as long as these three dollar ones are? You know what I mean? I mean, I think you can get just as good, you know, if you know what you're doing, you know. You know, and some people, we have evolved into a miniature painting episode, but which is fine. <laughs> but, but you know, some people get all bent up. I've talked to people that were like, oh, I don't know if I want to. I mean, I'd like to be able to paint my own, but, and I've done some commission painting for some people. And they're like, oh, I'm like, dude, just try it. I mean, what's the worst I mean, I've learned that. I used to really stress when I was when I have a model and if I painted, I got a little paint somewhere else. I'm like, crap. And I'd, I'd spend so much stress and detail just trying not to overlap. Well, I've learned which colors to apply first mm-hmm. so that if I do overlap, matter. the next one covers it up and you can't tell a bit of a difference. And you just, just layer and move on from there. And it just takes practice. I mean, the worst case scenario, you jack it up real bad, let it dry, hit it with the primer again, and go back over. Now, eventually, you're going to build up enough where it'll kill the details. Well, but. I was about to say, I, I did that one time. I had, uh, uh, they used to have the, the dragon 
the little dragon yeah. uh, miniatures. And God bless, I don't know who came up with the design. I mean, some of them were, were fantastic. Yeah. But they would cut them into like nine billion pieces. I don't know why. Right. They just, that's how they did miniatures back then. Hmm. And I had a black dragon that I was trying to paint, and it, it got to the point I threw the miniature away because there was, I was just like, there's no saving this. Well, I don't like multi when there's a lot of parts to a miniature. That sucks. Cause I don't like trying to fill in gaps because I've tried it before and it comes down to the, my, my similar lack of skill with drywall mudding. Mm-hmm. I just suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just have, a there's horrible an art t- to I it. have a horrible time. So you can get the similar stuff that you can put in cracks and connecting points and stuff for miniatures. And I just suck at it. So I, like, I would much rather have one that's super glue was my friend on a lot of that, but it was funny because they would have the, the wings. Yeah. Well, it's like, how do you glue and hold? Cause this was before like the setter, Oh days. yeah, which I got some in here. That you know, stuff is fantastic. And it, it was it was <laughs> like I came up. I devised this crazy little strategy. I had uh, had taken a plastic cup and cut it to the level to where it would help support. Yep. And then I would take a uh, string and it, just the real fine like yeah. sewing yeah, 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 yeah. string and and would wrap it around multiple times till it kind of helped hold it in place. And then I would brace it, and you just. Wait, but that dude, that um, the accelerator, yeah, is you better be you better be ready when you put the two pieces together. Go, yeah. It's gonna stay. And I, I met a guy, <laughs> met a dude that worked at used to work at a local game store, and he told me about using the setter back when I was doing some Warhammer stuff and using magnets mm-hmm. so they'd stick real real fast so they wouldn't like flip over and stuff. But anyway, he said he said my bit of advice for you is to not use it on wounds. Because you know sometimes people have cut themselves and they'll put super glue on it. Well, he thought he was in a hurry and he cut himself a little bit. Grabbed so the wrong one. No, he put the super glue in there and he was like, "It's not sticking quick enough. Let me throw some accelerator on there." Yeah, <laughs> the chemical reaction is hot. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "He said I will never do that again. <laughs> That's for sure." How do we learn? That's a self-correcting <laughs> problem. That's Darwinism, buddy. <laughs> well, I was about to say uh, it, it was funny because the girls. <laughs> They like to build stuff and, you know, costumes and whatnot. And, and Isabel was making something. I think she was actually making, uh, it may have been the little scratching post she was trying to make for your cats. Oh, I don't know why yeah. she got on that kick for some reason. And hey, my, my cats still play with the little, the, braided, little, the little braided strings she brought over here, to, or your kids brought over here. And uh, she was trying to glue something on, and she said, I, I need to do I said, well, the only thing I've got right now is some super glue because it was on my table with all my other stuff. I said, do you need help with it? No, I can do it. Okay. And uh, she brings it back later, and she was like, Daddy, how do you get super glue off your fingers? And I said, well, it's real easy to get off. And so she comes over, and on on the table, I mean, I've got all these different things that one would need. So you open up a box, and you pull out a piece of sandpaper. It's like 80-grit <laughs> sandpaper. <laughs> and she's like, what do you do? I said, well, you just take it and you just rub it on it, and it'll just so wear it off. Yeah. And she's like, uh-uh. <laughs> and <Durant> walks out. <laughs> but I can't, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten, you know, super glue on, and you're just like, especially when you're in the middle of something and you're like trying to hold something, or especially like costumes, and, you, and you're like, oh, no, I don't need hot glue on this, which hot glue is always fun because it burns mm-hmm. the crap out of your fingers. Yep, yep. 
Um, Melts foam, too, if you're not careful. Uh, depends on what temperature, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, keep sandpaper around and just, you just, yep, yeah, feels good. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, you know, you'll have this little hard part, you know, you poke it with a pen, it doesn't hurt. But, uh, you know, it's it, things that you learn. Uh, God bless, we're chasing rabbits today. No, nah, that's okay. No, that's, that, that's, <laughs> I think that's we were due one of these episodes where we yeah. just kind of just ramble, ramble, ramble. Well, we didn't have a guest this time. We've had a bunch of guests as of late. But, um, but like, yeah, no, I mean, it, it kind of has turned into miniature painting, which which I thoroughly love. I mean, I, I like to look at, uh, like, you know, things on Facebook or just on the Internet, um, people's um, – miniature painting even mm-hmm. if it's something that i don't know you know i, I follow uh, like on instagram i follow a lot of people that that paint and like they'll show stuff that they're doing and you know like the warhammer ones mm-hmm. and they're sitting there with a pair of tweezers you know and trying to get everything lined up and glued yeah. together and you're just like i bet you spent 20 hours painting that head yeah and you're gonna glue it precisely in this suit of armor yeah. you know the big yep. shoulders and the guns and stuff uh you know i'm just amazed by people's talent i mean yeah. just the patience and the skill to be able to do that is amazing well, something that that uh people when they get started may not may not know and i didn't know it when i was exclusively doing just D miniature i didn't think about it but when i started doing some warhammer stuff now definitely uh star wars legion basing putting things on the base <laughs> can just change and i know just i know what you're talking about uh the the competition that you entered yeah but it changes the whole thing. I mean, th- this Sophie here by herself it's is a cool pretty mini- cool miniature, yeah. right? But I put her on this bigger base and added all that other stuff. To it, it looks and really it good. Changes it just changes. But that was that was the thing. Uh, I know I've told the story before, but uh, when our buddy Patrick had the uh, game store for a while, they were doing a, a Warhammer. And I said, "Well, I've never painted Warhammer before." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Ah, it's easy. You know, it's a big. You know, you pull it out in the big sheet, and there's yeah, like yeah, nine yeah. billion parts. Right, and you can right. kind of make it however you want." And so I painted it, and and uh, this this base that came with it, you know, kind of had like these cracks and stuff. I said, "Well, I'll do it like lava, like he's mm-hmm. you know." So because there was a couple rocks and some points and stuff, and so yeah, I'll make it like that. I'll make it like so. I paint it like magma, 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 hot magma. <laughs> um, but and that was all I did. Yeah. Well, uh, our buddy Brandon Johnson came in, and he's got like. Honestly, like a, a oh, yeah, foot, Brandon, Brandon stuff. you know, it's, yeah. it's like a, it's like a shoebox size, yeah. <laughs> you know, <Dumb>. base, <laughs> you know, he's got like a flag on it. And I'm like, what the heck is this? I got like, you know, I've got like this little two inch miniature yeah, yeah. and I'm like, what the heck? And, and uh, the guy that won, I mean, he had a nice base and stuff, but, and everybody told me, they're like, your paint job was better. It's just your basing sucked. I'm yeah. like, I didn't know what that meant. You yeah, know, I just yeah. painted the base. You know, I thought that was. Well, I can but, tell you, man, if you're gonna, it, it, if people are gonna start getting paint and, and 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 painting miniatures, dude, you can go. I mean, you can buy them on on eBay. I mean, not eBay, but Amazon, or you can go to a a place like um, um, Hobby Town mm-hmm. and get the little turf powder stuff that come in little jugs that they have over in the train section, and it's all different kinds of turf. I've got a couple different ones, and I got some snow, and man. I mean, you just you take some Elmer's glue and an old paintbrush, and you paint it on the base where you want it to go, even on the mini. Like I've mm-hmm. I've done some winter stuff, like snow troopers and stuff, and put it put like snow on them. Yeah, and just dip it down in the powder, right in the jug. You can do it just like as long as the miniature will fit in there in the jug. Bring it out, dust it off, let it sit. 
the glue will soak through a little bit, dip it again, and it changes the whole look of it. Yeah. It just changes it versus a, a gray or black plastic base. Well, like I said, you know, this is one of those things like, you know, when you're learning it on your own, you don't know. Well, that's why you listen to the Nerdy Old Men podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about this stuff. You, you get educated. You get edumacated. Get you an edumacation there, boy. Get you an Be all smarty smart. Mama said the podcast was the devil. Mm. <laughs> I tell you what wrong that podcast. <laughs> Been going on gas in it. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> it's off the rails. Oh, gosh. But, you know, no, I am looking forward to seeing you finally have a painted miniature for a D&D game. It's been That's a while. Be cool. It's been a while. That way I can critique it like you critique all my stuff. Yeah, but when you ain't have nothing to critique, you know, you're going to feel bad. Well, you're pretty good at, at critiquing things that don't need critiquing. <laughs> so yes, but I, I just, am awesome. I just have to learn from you. But We need to go back and listen to the Nerdy Old Men podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I we, we hope that you guys are still fans after the, uh, the after rambling this of this. Rambling episode. Episode. No, I know. Actually, it turned into... Turned into you know talking about miniatures, which is cool. Well, I mean, we can we can always post links to to different yeah. sites and places. But you know, if you're in the greater Knoxville area, swing by Sci-Fi City and mm-hmm. tell Walt that the dirty old men sent you, and you're looking to get into painting miniatures. Our posters right beside the front door. Yes, um, and in all seriousness, if you want to, if you are in this area, uh, that that's really the hub of finding miniatures because they have a wall. It's one like whole wall of, re- of Reaper miniatures, and in the back wall is um, like uh, the Whiz Kids and the official D and D miniatures yes. and things like that. Some pre painted, but a lot not. And then they've got a wall of nothing but D and D books. Yes, so <laughs> that that's that's a great place to go and look for those. I mean, they also have Star Wars Legion, and they have uh, uh, Marvel Crisis Code. Crisis Protocol. Say that three uh, times. Yeah, twice. all the War, Warhammer stuff. So if you want to get into miniature painting, even if you don't play games, uh, that's a really good place to go. They're not a paid sponsor of the show. We just really well, like mean, that stuff. You know, so. we, we like and we support yep. what awesome. we like and we support it. And we hope you go support it too, because uh, there there's some really cool shops in in the Greater Knoxville area, and they've all kind of got their own little niche, yeah. and you know, and, and other places too. I'm sure is the exact same way. So, listeners that are in different areas, because we know we have listeners in different states and other countries. Well, I mean, you can always go across the mountain over in North Carolina. You know, Mark's got a store yep. over there. You know, Tolgar yep, Games sells a lot of miniatures as well. So if you're, you know, in the North Carolina area, or go over and check them out. Um, yeah, because Tolgar, we we focused a lot on the board game stuff, but, but they he, they have minis and uh and things like that and and they're D&D folks so yeah they, they so, i mean stuff, and, so i mean they're everywhere i mean pat at, at brickhouse has got some, he's got some stuff. I mean, everybody you know it, it's it's great it's great stuff so th- there's a uh, there's options around here there's options in other places uh you always go online and look but you know uh, like you know i know you can get online and get it shipped to your house and stuff but we we always like to say if you can support your your local game store if you got a local place that has something you want go there if you don't then I like to order from the company. I mean, like I ordered some from um, Reaper that's not available in the stores and uh, did it at Halloween, mm-hmm. Halloween time. So they sent me a ghoulie bag, they called it. Ah. It had two free paints in it and a free witch miniature. 
And then because I spent 40 bucks, I got the month's free miniature, which was a vampire. That's cool. So I got all that stuff for free and the miniatures and, and paint that I ordered. So that that's an option, too, if you don't have a place or if your local store doesn't have the one you're looking for. Um, you can also go to, like, Reaper and find one that you want and get the item number and go to your local store and find it. Because yeah. Walt's pretty good about organizing that wall. Yeah, and it's neat. And, you know, there there is an option. If you want to get into minis, you know, you can go to a place like Hero Forge. Yep, make and your own. build your own, which we have done. Yep, um, several times. And actually, you can order the miniature from them. They've got different, you know, the, the plastic ones. Right, and, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, you can even get metal ones if you want. Right. Or you can do like we've done and, and buy the STL file. If you got a printer. And you got a buddy that's can print, um, you can make your own. Yeah, which is really, really freaking cool. Which can be dangerous. It can be dangerous. <laughs> we have an episode about that. So that's, uh, that, that's how this stuff gets out of control. So thanks for sticking with us through this craziness. We hope you didn't fall asleep and maybe the extra music has woken you back up again. But uh, stay tuned. We'll be back, back next week with a guest, hopefully, or at least some more Ramble, 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 one or the other. We're gonna maybe we'll that. actually put some effort into it. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations again, Tim, on your nuptials. Uh, can't believe somebody actually chose to marry you, but it's a good thing, buddy. <laughs> We're just kidding. We love you, brother. All right. Till next time, it's the old bald man, Chad, with the one and only Redneck West. Yeehaw. customized 3D printing and more. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or their email at rollinlowindustries.com. Our prints won't fall flat. And now, a sample of Lee Ellis's God Blood. He came up for Rogot's belly. He parried, elbowed Garagot in the teeth, then slammed him into a tree. Through the tree, and out the other side, and into the dirt. Splinters fell all around, and the severed tree came falling, crushing a giant mushroom to the earth. Garagot kicked Rogot, and he went soaring, flipped backwards and crashed down twenty paces away. The Mushroom King was up and after him. Rogot grabbed his axe, pulling up a handful of leaves with it, and leapt to his feet. Their weapons collided, and they were at it again, snarling, hacking, shoving and punching, god-blood thumping in their veins. Garagot thrusted the flat side of his blade hard against Rogot's axe, pressed him back, then shoved a crust-covered finger deep into Rogot's ear.